Hey guys, welcome back to episode two of An Unlikely Friendship, the podcast. I guess today we're probably going to be talking just broadly about the topic of like making mistakes. Um, I'm Katie and Matthew, and I guess I'll start off with my mistake, which was I posted the last podcast that we had, so episode one, a day late, just because I'm dumb and I, I did the dates wrong on YouTube, but, but yeah, um, that's that's the mistake I made this week. Yeah, well, and I mean, one of many. I make mistakes all the time too, but nothing really comes to mind. So I guess maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, of course, like, of course. It doesn't mean that there's like there was a very recent, very bad, horrible mistake. Otherwise, obviously, that would come to mind right away. Our first topic point, which is just kind of putting ourselves out there, or like why we don't want to put ourselves out there is because sometimes we're scared we're going to say something or do something and then a couple years down the road it's going to come back and kind of haunt us that's generally why we don't really post too many things yeah like as general background on me and Matt not that we've realized anyone else is really listening (laughs) but me and Matt are generally pretty private and like we both just happen to not have the personality where like we post a lot of stuff on our social media accounts like we basically don't post anything really I mean I don't have Instagram Twitter I mean I have Facebook but I haven't posted anything on Facebook for a couple years now so I mean I have Instagram but I don't use it to post anything. There's one post on my account, which is a picture of flowers from high school graduation, which was in like 2014. So yeah, I don't post stuff. I think there's like a couple of reasons why I don't, but like, yeah, one of them being that, I don't know, it was like, I remember like growing up around like middle school, high school time, like my mom always say like she went to some cyber security seminar and uh the guy showed her that like oh a lot of companies do like background checks which involves searching for you on the internet and Mm -hmm. like people have gotten like fired or um, not hired just because they posted something really stupid on like social media and obviously i don't know i'm pretty cautious as a person i think i never wanted that to happen to me so I think that's one reason why I like don't post on social media, but also because for the most part, I don't think I'm that interesting and I don't think that anyone really cares. Yeah, you know? definitely don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll definitely say like similar experiences, I guess. But also when I was in middle school, I say I posted a lot more on Facebook about like your thoughts and stuff. And I every did now that and then, too. It's so bad. I hate looking back at it because I look back it's so at it cringy. Like, oh, oh my gosh. God. I cannot believe it. I used to just, like put quotes and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a baby. Like, And it's always like complaining about something. And I'm like, man, life was so easy back then. What are you complaining about? <laughs> so yeah, I just generally don't write anything now because it's, even if no one else reads it, when I go back, it's like, oh my, like I was so cringy but that being said we kind of like i guess this kind of goes not on script again but like how we talked about like i've been trying to take a lot more pictures now so like i wouldn't post them anywhere online but just just generally like i think part of when i stopped posting and stopped kind of like updating social media I stopped taking pictures as well, but I just realized now I kind of have a gap where pretty much after high school to now, there's very few pictures of me like that I have personally. So I've been trying to take a couple more pictures just to have something to remember myself by 
afterwards. Like, what did I do during 2020? Like, I stayed inside because of coronavirus. But at least I have some, like, pictures and stuff to kind of look back at. Yeah, that's actually, now that you mentioned it, I forgot about that. But that's also very relatable to me. I was talking to Matt about it not too long ago, how I also realized, like, I have no pictures of myself from, like, the last year that aren't, like, group photos or with my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. It's like, well... (laughs) And it's also, like, I think pictures are nice. Like, sometimes they're very nice to look back on because yeah. they're a way to sort of remind you of, like, things that happened or whatever. But, yeah, I literally have, like, no photos of just myself from the last, like, at least year, but more like two years, I'd say. Like, It's also because it's kind of weird, right? Taking a picture of yourself. Like, I think that's another reason why I don't think we're that into social media is because I, I just feel sometimes it's so egotistical i guess me too like i think we both agree on this um i just find it there's so many especially with instagram so many in particular like girls instagram accounts Mm -hmm. are literally just like full of pictures of themselves and i just feel like it's so narcissistic and i i feel so awkward about it maybe it's just like a lack of self-confidence on my part it could be partially that honestly but also I just find it like so weird and anytime like I'm taking a selfie especially if I'm in public I just already feel so uncomfortable I just feel like I'm being judged or something you know the most I've ever taken selfies was when I so last summer so 2019 I went to Hong Kong as well as Korea and in Korea I was completely alone so I kind of had to take selfies because or else there was just no proof that I was there. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone knew I was a tourist because I went to all the tourist locations and took pictures. And also, I guess for Instagram and stuff, like I don't use it. But if I were to follow any Instagrammers, like I'd follow food Instagrammers because like <laughs> it just seems like I enjoy looking at food and it looks different. I just think like looking at someone, it's like, okay, wow. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's weird to take pictures of myself and post it online, but I don't know. I feel like that's just us though. I feel like we're a minority, to be honest, especially with people our age. I think a lot of people that I know post stuff. I, at least I know a lot of people have Instagram and like maybe I should use it more often. But yeah, I mean, the only reason why I even got Instagram was because one of my friends had 399 followers and was like, oh man, I need I need to get to 400. So it, was, it was a <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that's the only reason why I got Instagram. That's also like, I've talked to you about this at length, I think, about how I hate social media culture and I really do feel that pressure is so stupid. I hate people, I hate like how obsessive people get with like likes and followers and stuff. And I know I remember back from when I did used to post on like Facebook way back in like middle school or whatever that it was like yeah I would very much pay attention to like how many likes I was getting and it made me feel crappy when I would compare myself if I posted a new profile picture and I'd only got like I don't know 50 likes where it's like oh my friend got like 200 likes and it's like Jesus Christ like (laughs) it just makes you feel crappy and then like after a while it just made me like so tired and I felt like it was draining and like bad for me so I I stopped. I don't think it's a good thing. And I hate that. I always feel just because I'm friends with you or following you that I have to like your pictures or whatever. I feel a weird obligation, which I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. And it's really stupid. So I try not to fall into that, which is why, okay, I don't necessarily like all of my sister's pictures. And she unfollowed me just because 
I didn't like I the photos. That was the funniest story. <laughs> so stupid. I was so pissed because I'm like, are you serious? This is literally how I already felt about social media. And my sister was literally someone who felt this way. And it's so dumb. I mean, like, just because I'm your friend or, or your sister, like, do I have to like every single photo? Like, it's so stupid. That was just so funny. When Katie told me that, I just started laughing so hard. <laughs> you can tell who the cooler sister is. <laughs> uh, we're very different. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we can just go back to kind of how like we generally don't post things online because we're scared that it's going to come back to haunt us. But then Katie had a brilliant idea of starting a podcast. So was it my idea? It 100% was your idea because it wasn't my idea. But I think I think we kind of talked about it jokingly at first because oh no we definitely we just, I didn't think we were serious because <laughs> we were just we were just talking a lot and we we're like man we should just record it and just post it because because we're already talking right we might as well do something with with it and I and think I mean, we're pretty interesting sometimes <laughs> yeah we're the only two people who think are interesting but it's still nice like like what we said in about episode zero like this is gonna be kind of like our time capsule and I'm hoping. In a couple years, we can look back and just start laughing. We could go on like a little like podcast marathon and just listen to ourselves talk. <laughs> Our childish 20, 23 and 24 year old selves. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, also, yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, 24 now. <laughs> yeah. Since Friday. And- so old. It's already been about two weeks and now you're Oh, uh, God. Yeah. But yeah, Matt actually sent over a birthday present that arrived on the exact day, which was so surprising. I was yeah. so surprised. I was so confused when I got it. <laughs> yeah. I was actually really lucky, I'll be honest. Amazon gave me, obviously, a range of the dates. And I, I actually said it was going to get to you on June 10th. But yeah, it came five days early. So all planned. Amazing. <laughs> wow. What a mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You know what, though? On the topic of like... I know we're getting sidetracked, but honestly, I, I mean, think it's fine. Yeah, we always get sidetracked. <laughs> Back when you were saying, like, you used to post, like, quotes and stuff or whatever, I used to do that <laughs> stuff, too, and my God, there was a time back around middle school, like, I'd say grade eight, that's when I used to post so much crap on Facebook. Oh, yeah, definitely grade eight, because grade eight was when you're actually allowed to make a Facebook account. Technically, right? Because you had to be 13 or older to make a Facebook account. And I think yeah, I actually eight, waited until I turned 13. I didn't wait. I but, but definitely grade 8 was, I think, grade 8 and grade 9, I would say I used Facebook the most, like posting-wise, even like happy birthday. Like I won't post anyone like on anyone's wall, like happy birthday or anything. If they're important to me, I'll message them. And yeah. Facebook's a good reminder of that because it'll tell you like, oh, it's their birthday. But yeah, I normally just send them a personal message just because I just don't really post It's actually stuff. funny that you mentioned that because, yeah, back then I did used to post on people's walls. But I yeah. think for the most part, people don't really post on walls anymore. They'll send a personal yeah. message, which I is what I started doing, yeah. yeah. It's just better that way too. It just feels more personal and you can actually catch up a little bit. Whereas if you're just posting on a wall. Also, I remember back then a lot of people would post on your wall and it's like, what do I do? Like, like it or be like, thanks? Yeah. I mean, it's just happy birthday. I'm not going to be like, you too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So back then, too, I used to post all that crap on, like, as my status or whatever. And I think girls are a lot more, I think there's definitely more drama involved with girls, right? I remember a time when I posted some of those, like, passive-aggressive statuses where I, like, 
was calling someone out, but not directly, you know, because I was upset with them. And I'd say something stupid, something super passive aggressive that like I'm upset because of some reason, but I wouldn't, obviously I wouldn't like tag them or message them directly. I had to post it as my status and it was like so bad. And I, oh, oh so God, crazy. I cannot stand going back to read that stuff. It's so bad. Yeah. There was a time where I tried to purge it all from my wall, but there was just so much. I couldn't get through it all. My God. Yeah. I have thought about going back and deleting the post, but at this point, they're just a part of me that I'm going to look back in 20 years and just be like, damn. Because you know, there was a really fun time when everyone used to do it, where it would say your name. So it would be like, Matthew. And then a lot of people would just type what they're feeling. So I'll just be like, Matthew is tired. So you only post oh, like, yeah. is tired. And I just look back and I'm just like, oh my God, so cringy. I'd be like, Matthew is sick or isn't feeling good. But I, I leave him on. At this point, it's just something that I can look back and laugh at. Do you remember pokes on Facebook? Oh my God. You can have like a poke, poke streak. Yeah. yeah poke I think my max was a thousand something. I'm but, pretty sure I had some really long ones. Yeah. yeah. What happened to that? We should start a poke one. <laughs> I don't think you can poke people anymore, I feel like. No. Um, that sucks. I think they probably removed that feature. It's been so long. Like, I forgot all about that. Sometimes my friends will, like, freaking go through my wall all the way back, and I'm like, please stop. I don't want I'm to. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you got to see no. what young Katie was thinking about. But I just remember, so it was one of those times where people started, like, I don't know, for some reason my friends were going through what I, I, I had posted back then or something, and this one stands out to me because it's just so cringy. It was, like, in grade eight, me and some classmates were commenting on, like, a picture or something, mm -hmm. and literally one of my comments was, asterisk throws mini eraser at you asterisk <laughs> i was just like oh my god oh, man. it had to be a mini eraser too not just a regular one ah oh, it's so bad my god i cannot it just makes me want to die when i go back and read those things i had a, a younger cousin she's four years three and a half years younger than me so when i stopped that phase of posting my thoughts a couple of years later, she started doing it, and I was telling her instantly, I'm like, just stop now, because you're going to regret it so much when you get older. She still didn't stop, obviously, because no one listens to you, right, when you're that young. But but definitely, like, I, I should go back and just do what your friends did to you and not just go back onto her wall and just find some very embarrassing post and just send it to her and just to, like, no, Remind the worst you. is when they go through and then they start commenting on it so that it pops up on people's feeds today and it's like... You're giving me a lot of ideas right now, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably, yeah, someone I shouldn't be, but I'm trusting you, Matthew. Yeah, I don't have the, the patience to scroll down a wall. Yeah. But it's not like it's be that hard. See how I feel. So bad, my God. But yeah, it's also like about not posting on social media, though. This is just what we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can change it to social media. I think that's also a very interesting topic. Just because I think we're both, obviously, we're both on social media and everything, but I wouldn't say we're super active, I guess. I mean, you do check your Instagram a lot, but I guess, like, in the sense of, like, we don't post anything and we just, I use Facebook mainly for Facebook Messenger. I just use it for subtle Asian traits, if anyone's ever heard of that group, so... <laughs> Isn't, isn't there like millions of people in that group 
There's a lot. I don't know how many though. And then, yeah, Instagram, I don't post anything ever. Um, I was thinking of posting a picture now that I graduated university, but I don't have a picture to post. <laughs> oh, I, I guess you're not really going to rent uh, a gown or anything. No. Did I tell you, you that there was the option to? They, they told us like, oh, the deadline was like the end of May. I think it was like you can rent or buy the outfit. But I'm like, okay, why would I do that? <laughs> and then just send it to your house and you can sit Yeah, up. I guess so. It's like, why would I you do that? You're taking no. some pictures with your family, I guess. I feel like I probably still have my high school graduation robe, <laughs> if anything. So You guys bought your robe? I think so. I remember we got to keep our hats, but our robes well, are maybe all... Maybe it's just our... I can't remember. It's overrated anyways. The the picture where you throw up your hat and you have to go freaking find your hat. If I tossed mine, I didn't toss it very high because I wanted mine yeah. back. <laughs> but we also put our initials on it because I think uh, at least for our graduation hats, we signed the, there's a little space on the inside of the hat to sign, but there's not a lot of room, but still. Oh. Yeah. The other thing is just that for me, maybe it's just because I'm too cynical or whatever and I don't care enough about, I don't know. But it's just like the other thing I realize is that when people I know do post certain things on whatever social media, like Facebook about like their thoughts, not necessarily their thoughts, but like dumb stuff. <laughs> I, okay. I probably should elaborate, but I just don't have an example. Okay. I feel like I really do not care to read or see that. It's like, so I feel like if I don't care, like why would I want to post that stuff? Because I feel like people yeah. are going to feel the way I feel about it, you know? Yeah. Like if someone was posted, posted like, Jesus, I, what's an example of something like... Man, you've said Jesus a lot today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like cursing out the Lord today. <laughs> yeah. um, what's an example of something? Uh some people just post too much stuff that it gets yeah. to the point where it's just like annoying and unnecessary and no one cares and no one wants to see or hear about it. Like it's like if someone was constantly posting every moment of their day and it's just like no one really cares to see that. I think a lot of people do it not like professionally, but they would take multiple pictures on the same day, but then you you space it out. Do you know what I mean? So it looks like every day you're doing something. So if you went out for a full day went to the beach and you also like had a fancy dinner or something you just post it on two separate days and it's like wow look at my life but and i think like you partially talked about this already where kind of you feel bad when you don't get likes but you also feel really good when you do get likes right and i think that's also kind of one reason why i don't really like posting is because i don't want my happiness to be dependent on how other people are viewing it so it's like if I'm eating dinner and I like what I'm eating and I'm happy, then that's all I need. I don't need like hundreds of likes to tell me like that I'm having a good time, I guess. That definitely makes sense. I generally think I try to stay away from social media because I just think it, with the type of personality that I have, I become too like obsessed and stuff. And it just, I feel like is unhealthy at that point. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you're able to really keep it separate and not care about that stuff too much which I really do think it's hard not to care at all yeah. about that stuff when you're like posting because why else are you posting <laughs> yeah because I think even at the same time right no matter what you'd feel bad if you didn't get as many likes as you did in your previous post I at least that's a personal thing I actually haven't posted in 
in forever. But I'm just assuming that at the end of the day, even if you're not competing with other people, you're still competing with yourself, right? Like, oh, why didn't this picture of an ice cream cone get 200 likes? My previous one got 200 or something. But I don't know. That's my view on social media in general. 200 is a lot of likes, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't have, don't post anything on social media, so. I don't know. It's like I've mentioned to you, Matt, right, about it's not necessarily uh, like actual posts that stick, but people can post like stories as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this one girl within my ex-boyfriend's group. Yeah, can you upset? I mean, what, you claim you're not obsessed with her, but I mean, I've heard her quite a lot of times. I am not. I a voice crack there. Oh, my God. I ended up on Instagram. You have the option to... Maybe I should just unfollow her, but you have, I didn't, I feel bad. I don't know. But, um, you have the option to, if you are still following someone, you can mute them so that you don't see anything that they post. So I did that because I don't like her, but she is literally one of those people where she, she does post a decent amount of like actual posts on Instagram, but she also constantly posts to her story. And I just stopped watching her and caring. I mean, I, I don't think I ever really cared too much to begin with, but it just <laughs> got to the point where it was annoying because she would post so much stuff. And it's like, why are you posting this stuff? No one cares. I don't think, I don't think I should get into it. Like that story that I told you, You're right? You're already getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally getting annoyed. Oh my God. It's a long story, but do you know the one I'm talking about where it's like she posted to her story about an incident that I heard about like months ago that she discussed. And it's like, why are you posting about this? It's clearly seems like it's for attention or something this incident happened like months ago and it's like you're airing out your dirty laundry to everyone to see and it's about some other girl like what the hell i think it's because people want you to agree with them do you know what i mean and especially that's why i I, I, it's always kind of skeptical because you're only seeing their part of the story right so they can always make it seem like they're the good person in this situation and the other person was being super unreasonable where, I mean, it might be true, right? But at some point, both have to be at fault in certain cases. That girl and I, we were friendly enough, but we never really, like, I definitely felt like we were super different. We didn't mesh well. And then she freaking unfollowed me. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back down to getting unfollowed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't unfollow her. I just feel like it's so petty. But anyway, it's whatever. Yeah. Or maybe she just, I guess, yeah, because you don't even post anything. So it's not like you were annoying them <laughs> from your Yeah, post. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, social media is just so freaking petty. And I definitely have, like, an obsessive personality. So it's, like, not good. Yeah, I don't really care enough anymore. Da, 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 da. Should we go back on we should, topic? We should definitely go back. <laughs> I, think, I think our next point was pretty good. So once again, we're talking about making mistakes. And our next topic point was just how do you calculate a risk, right? So everything you do obviously has some risk to it. If we're relating to making mistakes, you can be 90% sure that, I don't know, you won't crash your car. But I mean, might make a mistake and <laughs> I don't know actually where I'm going with this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me give this a stab. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the side tangent though. <laughs> Oh, social media. Um, we're talking about risk because it does relate to making mistakes. For me, it's like 
I really have a personality where I don't like to make mistakes. I mean, I don't think anyone does, but I really don't like making mistakes. And I really don't like taking much risk, honestly. Like, that's why I don't like gambling. (laughs) I would, I want to say I don't like to gamble too, because I I used to play a lot of video games and a lot of video games have like the gacha gacha option and stuff. So like you can pay money to do kind of like a lottery system and you get prizes. But yeah, I mean, I never got good things from it. So I I think of that as like a a good thing just because it kind of turns me away from gambling. But I will say I have gone to casinos and like bet $20 here and there and lost it. Yeah, I don't enjoy gambling at all. Even like if it's not me gambling, remember that time we went together and our friend, I think was gambling, what's the game? Was it roulette? I think it might have been... Oh, yeah, 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 it's the one with black and... Yeah, and then he wanted to keep on going, and it was giving me freaking anxiety because I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to lose all your money. Yeah. And, uh, like, so, anyways, the point it's is... It's the quickest way to lose money. Wait, I'm just going to say it right now. I play $20. I play on, like, penny slots, and it goes away in 10 minutes. For sure. But, anyways, so the point is I really do not like risk. And so when it comes to making decisions, obviously, whatever you... I mean, it depends on the decision, right? But bigger decisions have bigger risk involved, right? And I think it relates to making mistakes because let's say, for example, I feel like it's actually relating more to your situation. Like you were trying to decide between whether you wanted to pursue your PhD or whether you should just do your master's and then just join the workforce. It's like two different paths. I feel like if I was in that position... I have a hard time making decisions as it is for one, because I don't like feeling like I'm making a mistake. And when it comes to making a decision, I'm like, I don't want to make the wrong choice. Right. Something big like that. I feel like it, it affects obviously how your life is going to go. Right. It's something very big. Yeah. Um, And I mean, if, if I were to walk through my thought process of it, I mean, this one was a bit, a bit tougher just because I mean, it's impossible to know how far in the future you're thinking about. So getting a PhD, that's another four years. Then I'll start my job and then like everything in my life is delayed. Whereas if I just get a master's, I finish that in a year and then I can start my life there. But pretty much how I make most of my decisions is that I kind of think of two things. So one, is it like how fun is it going to be? And like two, whether or not it's going to help me in the future. And in an ideal situation, I'm going to have a lot of fun and it's going to be good for my future. But then it, it gets a bit more confusing, right? If, if it's good for my future, but I know I'm going to be miserable, then like you kind of have to play the pros and cons. In this PhD situation, and I, I did choose to do my PhD now. Um, I guess it's because it wasn't like I wasn't having fun doing my master's. So I've been here for nine months now in Mississauga. Your I'm favorite not. city. <laughs> <laughs> Mississauga is definitely not my favorite city. Uh, but I will say, hopefully, when I listen to this in a couple years, I will also realize it wasn't a mistake, hopefully, or maybe I'll be regretting it so much. But I, I, I like it here. Uh, I mean, I like the lab and the research that I'm doing. So I will have fun. And it, I think it is the right decision for my future as well, just because getting a little more educated, I want to go into kind of like be a research scientist and stuff. So I think getting a PhD will help me in the future. So yeah, that's how I made this decision. And I just hope it's not a mistake. But once again, I think it's one of those things where there was got to be pros and cons no matter what, right? So 
And I also only have one life, so I won't know if it's a mistake because it's already what I've done. But uh, Matt has like a very interesting view on <laughs> um, that your decisions and stuff are all the best. It's the best that could have happened or whatever. <laughs> it's too confusing because I, I thought of this crazy way of how I justify, not justify living, but kind of like my purpose in life or not really purpose, but kind of what is life for, you know? And it's just really confusing. I don't think I'm going to get into it. It's just maybe another time. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you do is the best thing that can ever happen to you because it's the only thing. It's very confusing and also very contradictory. I feel so. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the first time Katie told me like, wow, like she was disappointed in my answer or something. I was like, wow, damn. But I thought of that when I was like grade 11. So it's been, it's been a while. Pretty stuck to it ever since. So we're talking about calculating risk. Um, um, yeah. So I guess because of my personality and how I have trouble with making decisions, it's actually like a question I don't think either of us have answered on how to calculate risk. I think I still have a lot of trouble with that. It's just like, how do you decide when something is worth doing, I guess? Like, how do you decide which decision is worth making? What risk is worth it? You know, I don't know that anyone has the answer to that. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't even say I take that many risks, if that makes sense. I think even if we're talking about PhD or master's, there's no real risk involved. It's not like I'm going to really lose something. I'm not investing in a startup or something where it might all go away. I mean, no matter what, I think at least in this situation, I'm going to learn something and like, there's always going to be pros and cons, but yeah, I, I don't know how to really calculate risk it's just I guess maybe it's not so much risk then (laughs) yeah I guess it's like making just making a choice like how do you know which choice is the right choice and I think yeah you're scared that one choice it was actually a bad choice but it's one of those things you'll never know until you make the choice right so uh yeah so when I'm making big decisions I'm always concerned about making the wrong choice because I again, it goes back to not wanting to make mistakes. And especially with big ones, I feel like they're not necessarily set in stone, but it's going to have an impact whatever decision you end up making. And some are harder to fix or change than other ones, right? I'm always worried that like, oh my God, should I be doing this or should I do the other thing? Because what's an example? I've just graduated, I guess. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I just graduated and I'm at the point in my life right now where I need to find a job, really. And I realized that, like, I did my degree in computer science, but I think I realized that I don't want to be a software developer, even though that's what I spent my whole entire undergrad, like, thinking that I was going to be doing. And it's like now that I'm like, I don't think that's what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. So even in terms of looking for a job, there's sort of different roles that I think I want to try. But like Matt said, there's like pros and cons to everything, right? I'm sort of considering like, should I maybe apply for internships right now? Because that's a way to like get exposure to different roles where you're not like really expected to have much experience and stuff. But the thing is, it's like, it's not a full-time job, right? After that internship ends, you're going to have to find a new job or whatever. Or I'm like, should I just look for a full-time job somewhere? Um, Like, is it a mistake to just do an internship instead? Um, 
When I put it that way, it's not so much of making a mistake, but it just feels like there's weight to it because they're commitments, right? Mm-hmm. These decisions. It's not necessarily that they're mistakes. And even if they are, both of them are experiences that I'd be learning from, right? Mistakes and like failures, you do learn from them. Yeah, hopefully you do learn from your mistakes, right? I mean, just going back to your point about kind of, I don't remember where we're at. Um, we lost our train of thought, so we're just going to move on now. But yeah, I don't know. I just find making decisions to be very hard, especially just when it involves big factors like time, if it's a big time commitment or a money commitment, or if it involves other people too, especially. Oh, like yeah. I think like making relationship decisions, yeah, it affects 100%. the other person, right? And it's so hard because you want to like consider the other person's feelings and stuff too. And it's just like, you know, you don't want to mess up. Yeah, I guess like even before the master's and PhD decision, right? My, my biggest decision was whether or not I should go to Mississauga or stay in Vancouver. And I mean, <laughs> I still don't know if it was a mistake or not. I mean, maybe I would have been happier if I was in Vancouver. But you'll never like, know. <laughs> yeah, I'll never know, right? And I, I, it's not like I'm miserable here, right? I'm, I've met really amazing people here in Mississauga. I, I have my own room. Like, like I'm renting out, so I'm not living at home anymore. And it's a good learning experience overall. But I will say I probably wouldn't be as stressed if I was still living at home. If I knew that my, my family was just a couple minutes away, whereas now they're a whole plane ride away. But at the same time, right, like, I feel like we might be repeating ourselves a little bit, but there are pros and cons with everything, right? I definitely do like my individual space, but I'm still living it right now. So I don't know if it's going to be a mistake, but once again, you'll never know until you do it. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I really struggle, I think, a lot with mistakes. And yeah, a lot of things I think are things where you don't know or you won't for a while know whether it was a mistake or not (sighs) yeah i think this kind of goes well into our next point right where a lot of the times you just kind of try to make decisions so that you would regret it the least so i know that at least i think one of the main reasons why i decided to kind of miss the saga was because i think i would have regretted it if i didn't take take the chance to move out and figure some things out on my own instead of always having that safety blanket of family, friends, like relationship, everyone was there for me in Vancouver. But I think I needed to take some time to, to really kind of reset. So remove everyone and see who I was, if that makes any sense. Just kind of like find some time to actually be alone and then figure out who's important to me. I mean, on the bright side, we became closer friends, but on the negative side, we can't hang out in person. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, that's a negative side. No, I mean, it's, it's once again, pros and cons of everything, right? Like, I guess, I don't think we, I don't know if we would have been as close if I stayed in Vancouver. I mean, it might have happened eventually, but I think the catalyst for how close we got right now is literally the breakup that I went through. Yeah, but I mean, I... Plus coronavirus. Yeah, but I mean, I think if anything, right, complete hypothetical situation, I was going to UBC, I think we probably would have gone closer, right? You were still in school. We would have actually been at the same university for a little while. And then, I mean, I assume like you were still broken up. I don't know. I'm not assuming we were still good friends, which I think we probably would have been. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, honestly, during coronavirus, we, we could have been recording these podcasts in person instead of having to deal with all the, the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll never know, but this is just how yeah. things turned out, right? Yeah. And I'm not sad about how it turned out. I don't regret it so far. I hope I don't regret it. Like, actually, like, I had never thought so plainly about thinking about things in terms of um, try to make the decision about something you would regret the least. Like, I think Matt mentioned that to me once, and I was like, oh, I think that that's a pretty good (laughs) way to look at things. But I actually find it very, not hard, but it just doesn't cross my mind at the time when I'm making decisions to think about it that way like oh which one would I regret the least is the way I should go right I don't know what exactly I don't really know what my thought process is when I have to make a decision yeah I don't know I mean I'll I'll be honest I think a teacher was actually the one who told me like to to make it like or try your best not to regret it because it was actually oh man I guess it goes all the way back to high school and before I started dating my girlfriend I was actually really confused of whether or not I should start a relationship just because that's a, that's a really big decision, right? She was a really close friend, so I didn't want to ruin the friendship and stuff. And it was actually, a, a, okay, I, I talked to a teacher about it because I was just so confused. Yeah, I know. Okay, laugh it up if you want. Oh, no, I'm just surprised. Yeah, hey, you made fun of me for considering talking to my astronomy prof about relationship issues. <laughs> If you took an astronomy class, she talked to the prof maybe a couple times during office hours and she wanted to tell her all about her breakup or something. I'm like, that's too personal. <laughs> like, she doesn't, she doesn't even know you and you just got to go to office hours and just start laying down like emotional stuff on her. I was going through a tough time and I just figured that he's an adult and like probably has some more life perspective. So I just wanted to hear his thoughts, but I decided against it because I definitely felt like that was weird. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But I'll say it was different. I, it was in high school. So I, I had a couple classes with that teacher. So uh, back in high school, we had the IB program. So we kind of had the same teachers for grade 11 and grade 12. So he was somebody that I had known for a while. And I was really confused, man. It was, it was, a, it was a tough time. But yeah, well, we kind of talked to him. He was just saying, because in my mind back then, there was kind of two choices, right? Um, I didn't want to date her because I didn't want to lose a friend because if we do break up and everything, it's going to be super weird. But then he kind of told me, like, you'll probably regret it in the future if you didn't at least give it a, like a shot because you wouldn't have known, right? And then what if you do make it, right? And if, if you think always, oh, like, we're not going to make it, so like, I'm not going to try kind of thing, then you'll never do anything, I guess, because you'll always just be too scared to try. I think that actually relates back to how we very first mentioned um, not wanting to put ourselves out there, but then we realized, like, yeah, if you don't, oh, yeah. you, like, will never do anything because you're too scared to, and you'll just end up, I don't know, like, coasting through life, I guess, without actually yeah. doing anything you really want to do, which that also was, like, me and Matt were kind of, it's not that we were, like, scared, but we were worried about, like, putting this podcast out there because we already yeah. don't post normally like as individuals on social media and then just like literally putting this podcast out there for not that anyone is listening but for (laughs) anyone to listen to it's very different from what we would normally do and we really did realize that like if you don't 
do it, then it's just like a lost opportunity, I guess. Yeah. And like for what? Yeah, there's no real downside for us to put it out there, I guess. Unless and people I guess, in our lives find it. <laughs> yeah. But that's why, even when we first talked about doing the podcast and stuff, I kind of wanted to use fake names, I guess. But we realized very quickly that it wouldn't work because I say Katie a lot and also she says Matt a lot. So <laughs> Out of like sooner, anger yeah. or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sooner or later, it would have just... Like, we would have to cut so many times or like bleep out the word. So we're just like, okay, just first name basis. There's a million Katie's out there, millions of Matt's. But that's also why we don't use names for our friends, I guess. Well, that's also not fair. I think like we're yeah, making we the decision to put our stuff out there, but like we shouldn't be, I think, telling the world. Not that anyone again is listening, but it's <laughs> like their privacy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully if your girlfriend never does find out, she, you know, doesn't kill you or me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am actually pretty, pretty scared if she ever finds out. It's not like we talk about anything bad, though. It's just... We don't. Yeah, but she just, already doesn't like... Yeah, I mean, that's why yeah. I'm like friendship, right? <laughs> I hope I don't regret this podcast. <laughs> You won't know until later, if anything, if at all. But yeah, I guess I also, it might not be right, but I think that sometimes I feel like I end up regretting the decisions where I decided not to do something more. I mean, it depends what it is, but Mm -hmm. more than the decisions where I decided to actually just go for it. Mm -hmm. I guess in a way it feels like I missed out or something and I made the wrong choice to like not take an opportunity or whatever. The other thing is, I think it does bother me that I won't know that something is a mistake until either much later or never. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. once again, everything has its pros and cons, right? Like even the worst things, I mean, because right, we've definitely made mistakes before, right? But the mistakes kind of shape who you are today. So in a weird way, they weren't mistakes because they helped you be who you are today. I mean, like, it's all your experiences that shape you. Yeah, I don't know. It's really, in a way, it's kind of frustrating. Like, my first relationship experience was not a good relationship whatsoever. But obviously, like, I can look back now after all the dust has settled. And I can say, like, obviously, I learned things from that relationship, like, exactly what I don't want, like, red flags, stuff like that. I learned all that stuff from going through that relationship. It's like, I definitely could have gone through life without having that experience and you know I might be happier for not having gone through that experience but I mean I can say that I did learn from it right that experience I definitely like could have gone through life without that but obviously it happened so it's not like I can be like no didn't experience that and I mean I can say at the very least that I learned from it so yeah, it wasn't a good experience, but I did learn. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, especially because now, like you said, the dust has settled. It's not as raw, if that makes sense. It's like a closed wound, I hope. Yeah, it, it shapes who you are, right? And I think you turned out okay. <laughs> I still think I would consider myself to be a little bit too naive sometimes. But I think, especially because that was my first relationship, I'm definitely less naive coming out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it obviously sucks, right? Like, no matter what, you don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to do something that you regret. But everything that you do, like every mistake that you make and every regret that you have, it shapes part of you. 
I mean, now that we're talking about it, like looking back, I would say that that was the worst time in my life. Like that was my rock bottom so far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just wait until you hit Uh, 25. But it's like, I guess when I look at it now, it's kind of like, if that was my lowest point, obviously I was able to make it past it. And Mm. even though, yeah, lately things haven't been great for me, I guess I'm like, it should technically get better. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it has to, oh, it doesn't have to, but life kind of comes and goes in waves, right? So sine waves. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Life is like a sine wave. I mean, I've told you about what I consider rock bottom for me was, but I, always at least now I can always look back and not that I'm happy that it happened in that way or how I responded to what happened but definitely I know I'm a lot stronger now than I was and I know that if a situation like that happened again I'll be better equipped and overall a better person I hope I mean making mistakes suck but everyone's going to do it, right? So it's just how much you can learn and how fast you can recover from your mistakes. I just wish I knew more. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew everything. Then, you know. Oh, then God, life would be so boring if you knew everything. <laughs> Maybe not everything, but... Uh... Sometimes I wish I could just like look into the future. You know, just be like, okay, I'm going to do a PG and I can look five years in the future and see how that went. And then based on that, I could be like, yeah, you know what? That was a bad decision. But... Yeah, we're, we'll never know. And I've been thinking a lot about like relationships and stuff lately, right? And I think that this relates to that and like not knowing how things could have gone with a person or whatever. And it's like really hard for me. Like I talked to Matt about this. It's really hard not to look back at it. My last relationship fondly, obviously there was like pros and cons to everything, right? And mm-hmm. there was like downsides, but like, Looking back right now, it still, like, wasn't that long ago, and it's very hard to look back at it and not sometimes miss it or wonder, like, what could have been if we hadn't broken up. Because it's not like we broke up, oh, no, it was super toxic relationship and, you know, whatever, or something like that. It was a very, like, amicable breakup or whatever. I felt like we were good together, and it's hard not to feel like I wonder if it was a mistake to split up. But then logically, when I think about it, if we broke up, it's probably for a reason and blah, blah, blah. That like, yeah, I feel like it indicates that we shouldn't be together. But it's just hard. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we could do a whole other episode on that, right? Like where emotions versus logic, because we talk yeah, about we that should. a lot, where sometimes you can logically think of something and you know it's the right decision, but then emotionally you just don't want to do it or the other way around where logically you know it's a really bad decision but then emotionally you're like I, I really want to do it anyways I'm sure everyone deals with it right no matter who you are but yeah. it's just something that we discuss quite a bit as well that's a good one <laughs> I think we covered most of the topics that we wanted to talk about today I mean, I, I see a point here that I could mention, but I don't know if it's really I feel like it doesn't really fit. <laughs> well, um, I guess that covers pretty much like everything we wanted to talk about for episode two. The broad topic was supposed to be making mistakes, which it, it kind of was, but I'm pretty sure in the middle we got... I mean, we definitely we talked about <laughs> social media for, for quite a long time there, but I'm also kind of yeah. scared we, we repeated things quite a lot, but... 
Yeah, hopefully uh, you enjoyed our discussion about mistakes and stuff. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening, if anyone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.